0: seems odd to call today Good Friday. There really seems to be nothing good about it on the surface. Jesus was betrayed. He was handed over for a slave's price. He was arrested. He was questioned like a common criminal, then flogged, beaten, and mocked. Then he was crucified on a cross and left there to die. From the world's perspective, it would look like a total disaster. And many people probably asking the question, what's good about that? As we sit here tonight, many of us know the rest of the story. We know that that the gospel is about the death, the burial, and resurrection of Christ. But friends, if we're not careful... It's easy easy for us to miss the impact that Good Friday is supposed to have in our lives if we run ahead tonight to Christ's resurrection. Sometimes even worse, we as Christians sanitize the cross in attempts to safeguard ourselves from the horrific, bloody violence that it actually was and still is. Beloved, for three days, the disciples knew nothing about Jesus after he he died, except that he was dead. And so here tonight, I submit that to start talking about the resurrection tonight would be a great injustice to Jesus' disciples and to the apostles. And I dare say a lack of empathy for those in darkness today who don't know much about Christ, much less a resurrected Christ that we worship. Friends, sometimes we wonder why evangelism has lost its power in the church. See these veiled icons. Friends, that's exactly how we all were before we came to know Christ. The gospel was veiled. We could not see it. And friends, that's exactly how a lost world today sees Jesus. They see a Jesus who is veiled. So it's tonight, this is why this service is very somber. It's the reason it's very dark and it's very empty. It's to remind us what it's to be like without Christ, to fill that separation, to fill that dissonance. And it's to confront us with the reality that Christ literally died was buried and placed in a tomb. See, tonight on Good Friday, we come face to face with the cross and death of Christ. We face the cross of Jesus Christ on Good Friday because it brings before you and before I the reality that my filthy sin, that your filthy sin, that our filthy sin is what put Jesus on the cross. We face the cross of Jesus Christ on Friday, Good Friday because it confronts us with the fact that he was the perfect, sinless God-man who suffered on the account of you and I and paid the debt of all of our imperfections, all of our sin, and all of the suffering on this earth, past, present, and future. On Good Friday, we face the cross of Jesus Christ Because it's a means to instill a sobriety in us. Particularly when we think about the reality of Christ's suffering, our sin, and our need to repent. We face the cross of Jesus Christ on Good Friday because it shows us in detail how we ourselves are also to live out a cruciform life. As we, following the example of our Savior, are to carry our own crosses, our own injustice, through the Good Fridays of our lives. See, friends, we cannot truly embrace the good of Good Friday and appreciate what took place on Good Friday. That would be Christ on the cross. Without first embracing the reality of all the evil And all the bad that is in the world, that is in all mankind, that is in you, that is in me, and all of us gathered here. J.C. Ryle put it this way He said, Christ is never fully valued until sin is clearly seen. And so tonight, to run to the resurrection on Good Friday, sir or ma'am, it would be a mistake. But friends, there is also good in Good Friday. We can't deny that. We know that Christ on the cross defeats Satan. We know that Christ on the cross defeated all the powers of sin, all the power of our addictions, and all of the bondage. Christ on the cross defeats all the lives of Satan in our lives Defeats all the lives of his demons, his deceitful messengers, and the false messages sometimes many of us tell ourselves. Messages like, God doesn't love me. God doesn't want what's best for me. God is absent in my pain. And God has done nothing for me. You cannot look at Christ on the cross and say that. See, Christ... On the cross is love, an unfathomable love, and grace for you and I so much so that he died for everyone here tonight. The cross is for sure a a place of great pain, but also a place of great love. A place, no doubt, as we heard in the gospel narrative of grief, but also of glory. Cross is a place of suffering, but it's also victory. What victory is that? Listen to St. John of Damascus who wrote these words in 7th century AD. He says, By the cross all these things have been set aright. It is a seal that the destroyer may not strike us, A raising up of those who lie fallen. A support for those who stand. A staff for the infirm. A crook for the shepherd. A guide for the wandering. A perfecting of the advanced. Salvation for the soul and for your body. A deflector of all evils. A cause of all goods, a destruction of sin, a plant of resurrection, and a tree of eternal life. Let us pray. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went not up to joy, but first he suffered pain, and entered not into glory before he was crucified, mercilessly grant that we, walking into the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through the same thy Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.